Indiana Jones, Indiana It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones, minutes. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute the podcast in which we celebrate and discuss the film Raiders of the Lost Ark, one minute at a time. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mummert. I'm Jerry Porter. And joining us today is our special guest, Reed Cavanaugh. Welcome, Reed. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. This, ah. is, this is the best. <laughs> We're happy to have you here. We should say that... Uh, Maybe, I don't know, two weeks before we were about to launch our show, there was a lot of chatter on uh, on the Star Wars Minute Listener Society on Facebook. And uh, Reed wrote in and said, hey, is anybody doing an Indiana Jones podcast? Because I'll do it. And uh, we're well, like... No, no let's, let's back up there. I didn't oh. say I could do it. I said, you know, has anybody done it? Can I claim it? Can I just sort of sit on it oh. for my own purposes? <laughs> it's fascinating and... Uh, possibly preventing it from ever being done, like a, some sort of minute podcast patent troll. <laughs> you put it in a giant warehouse filled with other podcasts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wrote Indiana Jones minute podcast on the side in a big stencil. Wheeled it back there. Top. Russians might eventually find it. <laughs> um, God, I already referenced that. I'm off to a bad start. <laughs> No, oh, I should perfect. say. I feel like I should say so people know that I didn't just like uh, slither my way in here, like the things we're about to see in this minute. Uh, <laughs> that I, yeah, I might be better recognized uh, from Star Wars Minute uh, Weekend Edition Patreon people from the Roll Call of Heroes as all of the musical guests. Oh, that's you. Yeah, that's me. That's, that's me. fascinating. I never knew. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I've mentioned it, but I felt like I'd gone too far with it to come out and say, hey, just so you guys know, all the laughs that you're getting out of this thing. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I, f I realized uh, after weeks of that that I actually knew some people on there. I'm like, oh, that's... I know Bert Bobo Bert. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know that I know anybody else on there, which is why I'm. I'm perfectly fine fading into obscurity. There you right. go. <laughs> well, you're not allowed to fade out yet, because we need to talk about uh, minute sixty-one of Raiders of the Lost Ark, and uh, minute sixty-one begins with Sala freaking out at a <laughs> stormlit face of a giant statue in the Well of Souls. And it ends with Sala suggesting that Indy go fur. <laughs> I love this giant statue so much. This is a giant Anubis. And we've talked a little bit about Anubis, but he was the Egyptian god that would lead people into the underworld. So it's kind of fitting there. But I think more fitting in this case is the Egyptians called or they would call in Anubis to guard graves from grave robbers and looters. That so works. I think it's hilarious that the first thing we see is Sala is kind of respectful and scared off by this giant Anubis. And Indy's just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> He's probably yeah, saying dozens. Is that maybe an instance of good archaeology in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> or is Indy just a better jackal than the jackal? 
<laughs> well, I think it, and it also shows that, you know, once again, Shishak did things correctly. You know, <laughs> with the, with, yeah, with the exception, of course, of uh, not being part of the chosen people. Uh, <laughs> he did erect a respectable place for the Ark of the Covenant, and he tried to ward off, you know, would be banditos and brigands with this fantastic Anubis. Yeah, yeah, too. Like he's, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing it correctly. Yeah, and well, have you guys talked about the fact that this is, this is actually one of those moments that completely undoes that, like, uh, like, oh, I think I'm smart and cool on the internet theories about, uh, about Indiana Jones not actually being necessary to the plot. He actually found the thing. Yeah, because because of again that that that's what reminded me is the Shishak thing and the whole uh, the, you know Belloc's staff's too long he's digging in the wrong place because he didn't take back one Kadam to honor the Hebrew God whose Ark this is. Yeah. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> As but, they uh, say. Yeah. So he so he like it he actually he found the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> they, yeah. they wouldn't have found it without him. That's, that's kind what, of, yeah. It delivered on the promise <laughs> in that respect. <laughs> Yeah, that came up, uh, I think, early on in the show that, yeah, that, that, I don't know if it was an article or just some sort of internet thing, but yeah, that. Yeah, it's, I, I love Dana Gould, but God love him. Uh, he oh, that says was him? Same, yeah, well, I mean, he just, he, it's one of those things that he says, he'll just say the same joke over and over on multiple episodes of his podcast, <laughs> kind of <laughs> like an old man. And I kind of love it, but that's one of the one of the, like whenever Indiana Jones comes up, he always says that, and it always gets on my nerves because because yeah, he found the ark, he did it right. Yeah. Well, Maybe that's and not, not 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 only that, but he actually got the headpiece from Marion. Right. Yeah. 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 He actually got the headpiece from Marion, which I, I mean, they do mention the the you know Tannis Ravenwood. Uh, thing in the you know porkins and so you think okay so were the nazis gonna go to nepal or did they go to nepal were they gonna go there anyway to because they knew marion had it or they're gonna go inquire about it oh or, right as because they know, followed him they didn't yeah, they, just go they, on their own exactly they followed him so again you're still like you're still like yeah but without indiana jones they wouldn't even necessarily know where the headpiece is to to you know he only get they get it incidentally because tote you know burns his hand and they blah 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 so still you know what I feel like Porkins right now at your point <laughs> where they kind of he he looks at Musgrove and they realize they're like oh we've come to the right people like, <laughs> exactly thank you Reed for making that goddamn point <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you know I try for making that damn point Jerry. Yeah. yeah, for making oh. for making that new damn point. <laughs> you, you guys, you guys on uh, network television now in the yeah. time time since the episodes I've heard, you can't profane any you know deities. <laughs> I'm your new damn partner. Yeah. <laughs> ABC eight o'clock. <laughs> um, Pete, maybe you can answer this. Uh, my question about the jackal is: I've I've seen this Anubis. <laughs> figure a lot of times but i don't know if i've ever seen him with his mouth open and with that crazy snarling face is that did yeah, they make I, that I, up I, for this movie or does that ever I happen i think they did I've, i haven't seen that I, there are some where he 
there's a different version of a jackal that's got the snarling face that I've seen, but I don't remember seeing Anubis, hmm. like with the giant bared fangs like that. I guess if he had just been staring uh, contently, then Sala <laughs> wouldn't have been afraid, and so he would have just been like, oh, hey. He would have gone, oh, it's a big dog. I also like that Sala immediately then apologizes for getting scared to Andy. He says, sorry, Andy. Like, he's apologizing for, you know, not being cool in front of Andy's (laughs) blue-collar laborer friends. And Andy just seems kind of disgusted by it. Like, he just just completely ignores the apology. (laughs) When you wonder, like, when Shishak was erecting the Well of the Souls, and they're like, and we're going to need a huge Anubis gargoyle. (laughs) at the entrance to scare away everything. <laughs> and you're like, do you think it's like, you know, I don't know if 3000 years from now, that's going to be terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe really? dogs are naturally that big by then. I mean, but yeah, exactly. But, but it did work against Sala. But if Indy wasn't yeah. there, Sala would have closed it back up and be like, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> Nothing down there. Let's yeah, go. Oleander, he bop a doop a doop. Oleander, he bop a doop. <laughs> <laughs> they sing the song in reverse as they cover it back up. You know, this is a weird. This is a weird thing. It actually, though, goes back to like uh, uh, what it reminds me of is that this is this is again totally weird tangent. I probably shouldn't even. I'll summarize it as uh, there's this replica of the Athena from the Parthenon in, in here in Nashville. My parents actually gilded it. That's what their their trade is. They're oh, wow. gilders. Yeah, and they actually it's like a full size huge thing and. Uh, but when learning about it while they were working on it, they said that in the actual, on the actual, you know, original, there was a reflecting pool in front of it, and the gold was so bright that the reflecting pool was what would, you know, it would, it would, the, the gold would shine off of that at a certain time, and uh, like early in the morning when when people would be, you know, lining up to besiege a city, and you know, their idea was that that would scare scare off invading armies think it was some kind of divine aura or something oh, so wow. yeah i don't know i guess maybe it's just that <laughs> people were really afraid of statues back in the day and you just you know <laughs> aren't afraid of it anymore just like you know us with the slasher movie formulas They're right <laughs> <laughs> you know you've seen it enough times you're not scared anymore yeah although the egyptians dog. did have the whole idea of ushapti which were like statues that would come to life in the afterlife and work for you it's like anything needed to be done so it's possible that he was expecting these guys like since he would be dead or i guess the ark would be dead he was expecting the anubis guys to come to life that's a that's a recipe for a sitcom right there (laughs) (laughs) every episode is a bottle episode (laughs) Another day in the well of souls. <laughs> well, could, did you guys see in second, it's like second seven and eight, right around there. <laughs> it's at the beginning. There appears to be a second opening to the well of the souls on yeah, the left, yeah. on the left hand side. Like in the roof? Like uh, literally there's the roof and on, on second seven and eight, right around there, look at the left of the screen. And there's, it looks like there's a whole nother aperture there. Hmm. Huh. It's go look right now. <laughs> new, 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 damn it. 
<laughs> Wait, where are you? Second seven. Oh yeah, there's lightning flashing from somewhere else. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, is it? Is it just huh. like uh... they have like a strobe light on the other side of the room? It's on the left. It almost looks like yeah. there's another opening over there. Something doesn't make sense. Weird. Well, you know, you guys, you guys will probably get into this in coming minutes, but I, I don't really get how the air escaping thing worked in the last minute because, you know, it's you, you find out later that that's how he gets out. <laughs> so how airtight could it have actually been? I don't know. I guess maybe <laughs> it wasn't air. It was, you know, God, yeah, power, power God, God or lightning. Power, fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have a theory that this whole well of the souls is uh, there will be a lot of stuff coming up in a few coming minutes. Is his subconscious reliving the carbonite freezing experience? Oh my god! And so when he goes down into the carbonite chamber, the you see all that stuff hissing out, uh -huh. <laughs> and I think that's the his subconscious bringing that in. Wow, this that's movie good. makes me really sad for Han Solo. <laughs> He's been through a lot, and he's having a hard time dealing with it. I kind of feel like like when he wakes up in Return of the Jedi, then he must be like, oh, God, for a minute there, I was being directed by Steven Spielberg. And, <laughs> and now, great things to say. now the only option was this guy who the Directors Guild didn't like, and, uh, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to be... Woozy and uh, can I go back in? Can I back in? <laughs> Wait, did you say Lawrence Kasdan's writing this one? Oh, but he's kind of rushed, isn't he? Jeez, uh, that would totally explain the Boba Fett. Where? <laughs> but put me, yeah, put me back in. <laughs> Boba Fett, take me with you. <laughs> oh God, that poor man. Well, hey, speaking of that poor man, yeah, yeah. does Indy know? When he asks Sala for the torch, does he have an idea that it's snakes down there? I think he has an inkling. Yeah. Because I thought about this. He's like, why does the floor move? And I was like, well, maybe there's a river below him. Yeah. Uh, I, I went through, like, it could be snakes. That's a possibility. It could be water. And I thought, why is, you know, why, are, you know, there's an earthquake. But we can't feel it. I was like, sand slide. <laughs> <laughs> in a movie of archaeology. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, and Sal is just listing these things. Why does the floor move? <laughs> Do you think it could be some sort of quicksand? Or perhaps a river? Or uh, Where's my notebook? <laughs> <laughs> but in a movie with a lot of really bad archaeology, this is really bad. I mean, like, any <laughs> this could be precious scrolls down here, papyrus scrolls. It could be nope. all kinds of really amazing wooden artifacts. And he's like, I wonder what's going on. I'm going to drop some fire. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> well, you know, Indy's sidekicks in general, if you notice, are really just dum-dums when it comes to <laughs> understanding that there are uh, creepy wildlife things happening around him. Because, you know, then you later you, well, or earlier, I guess, you have the, the short round, uh, feel like step on fortune cookie thing. Yeah, right. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Sal was like, 
oh, the floor's moving. It's not like there could possibly be some sort of living thing down there. That You know, the kind of things that move, living things. Yeah. Uh, you would think Sala just... would be familiar with snakes, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I think the floor is covered with snakes, Indy. <laughs> yeah. They just get real dumb. They just become like caveman dumb when it comes to wildlife. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. floor move? Like last week we were complaining about Sala's, you see, Indy? You see? I'm suddenly an idiot. I'm I'm like a three-year-old. Look, I found a thing. You're like, Sal, yeah. you were awesome. What happened to you? I know. He's. This is where he turns into Last Crusade Sala. Yeah. For a while, yeah. I, I'd like yeah. to argue that he that he, he he bounces back in this movie, but yeah, there are definitely shades of Last Crusade, which is yeah. I'm I'm totally on board. By the way, I, I always I you know I'm younger than you guys, I think, and. Uh, so I grew up with all of them pretty much equally. I okay. supposedly saw Last Crusade in the theater as a kid. Um, I don't remember it. I was young enough. Uh, but yeah, so I, they're all, you know, I always say they're all 10s for me. It's just a matter of which ones are 11s. Um, <laughs> sure. That's a good know. way of putting it. I, lo- I yeah. like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I so I've never had the issues with Last Crusade. Looking back at it, I can tell what, you know, I can tell what the problems are, that instead of paying homage to another genre, they were just paying homage to themselves and redoing you know, the first <laughs> yeah, one again. Kind of. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> but, you know, it's like enough nostalgia that I, I don't mind. I, it's, it's like when I encounter a, like a 17-year-old kid who grew up with the Star Wars prequels. It's like, okay, if you like them, I'm not going to be <laughs> that guy who tries to convince you not to. Uh, it's just, you know. But I'm going to so make fun of you behind your back. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, the older the group is, the less welcome you're gonna feel. But <laughs> right. you're, uh, you know, it's fine. Whatever. That's just nature. <clears throat> yeah. Well, the, I mean, the entire minute, which is why it's it's a great minute, um, is really about Indy's vulnerability. Yeah. And and that's I feel like saying, and that's exactly why we love him. Yeah. You know, he's just he's he, because he's. <laughs> I don't know. This, making this, as I go. <laughs> yeah, and 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 it doesn't, you know, it doesn't come easy to him. You know, no. it's like he finally finds the freaking well of the souls after the <laughs> whole, you know, the whole thing, and 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 he, you know, snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Yeah, and you yeah, know what I noticed that... this time that I never noticed before is that he says that line, and right before, or like as I guess Sal is going like asps, very dangerous. Like, Indy's laying there, and he closes... Like, right before Sala grabs him and says, you go first, uh, Indy closes his eyes, and it's, like, so sincere. Like, oh, I'm really having a hard time. <laughs> if I could just... I gotta do this, but this is gonna be awful. I'm... Oh, I just need to lay here for... I don't know. Give me ten minutes, guys. I it noticed also, that. I, I noticed that. It's, yeah, yeah it also, it's really well acted. It also shows what a good friend Sala is, because, you know, he just freaked out and had to apologize to Indy. And now Indy's the one freaking out, and uh, and Salas, Salas not, you know, he was making him go first, but he's not going like, ha, now who's now who's not the cool guy? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I wonder, like, is is Salas you go first? Is that is him being, you know, on the one hand, yeah, it's him being, it's a gag, it's funny, but is it also, you know, sort of part of his person, like the part of his personality that was like. Oh yeah, Marion died. Well, life goes on. Here are all my kids. Proof that life exists. You know, move on. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
Yeah, your worst nightmare is crawling all over the floor down there. I think you should go first. Just take life by the horns. Deal with it. <laughs> Dead girlfriends. Who cares? <laughs> I think he's setting up adult boundaries. <laughs> yeah. At that point, he's like, yeah, I took you here. I'm the best digger in, in, in Cairo. You're going to go first, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you don't do it's it like, now, I, you're never going to do yeah. it. Yeah. I'm your bro, but, you know, I'm I'm. I don't know if I'm ride or die. I'm ride or get injured. <laughs> I could go first, Indy, but then you yeah. wouldn't learn about dealing with snakes. I'd be doing you a disservice. It's a very but, tender moment, though, between these two guys. Like, they look like they're about to kiss each other. They probably did. They probably cut yeah. away. Well, if you look, I mean, the way that the, the those some of those shots are set up, they, I mean, they're, you can see that they're, they're vulnerable. And that Indy's like having a hard time. Like if you look, it's sort of asymmetrical. Like looking out, you know, the as it opens, you know, they open the thing and they see the shot, and Indy's on the left. And then there's like this huge thing of negative space of the hole, and then Salo's way on the right. Mm-hmm. And the 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 camera angle, it's kind of there's something uncomfortable about the way that it's shot and the way that the screen looks. And like I said, it's asymmetrical looking up out. Yeah. And it's and, and you just you get a bunch of shots just by Indy himself, like dealing. There's some <laughs> shots with Salo there, too. He's like, yeah, I'm your buddy. And there, you see them sort of struggling. But there's a couple of just there's one or two shots in particularly of just Indy by himself, like snakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is this is the minute with the line, right? Why did it have to be snakes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's. Did Did you guys think of that as the line from this movie, like the the log line kind of the the? Because <laughs> growing up, that's what it was for me. Was snakes? Why did it have to be snakes? Was the catchphrase? You know, it's definitely one know. of them. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. one of the big ones. For some reason, I just like. I feel like maybe it was in some commercial or something, like when they were selling the tapes at McDonald's, which was weird. Uh, that's. Like every everybody, like a bunch of people I've talked to about this remembers just like even if they did, weren't the kind of kids who grew up going to movies or whatever, just buying the tapes from McDonald's kind of introduced it to you know. I say my generation. I, I <laughs> I'm you know I'm not that I'm not that much younger than you guys, but um, but yeah, like I, I I feel like it must have been in in every commercial after it was already a phenomenon and so yeah for me that was the that was the line that was like the the memorable line for some reason well and it, that line's easy to it is memorable and it's also easy to like, i just had a birthday and as somebody who's like i struggle because i i eat and eat and eat and eat <laughs> and eat and it was my it was my birthday and my buddy you know i was like you know i want to abstain i don't want to get too chubby and then somebody sent me the uh they sent me a little picture and it just said cakes why did it have to be cakes <laughs> it was like a picture of a fat version of me at my birthday like a hundred cakes uh, yep. uh, you have good friends wait but the thing that's blowing me away is wait mcdonald's sold yeah like, what vhs tapes of raiders I, yeah i think when Last Crusade came out. I want to say they had like the license on it, but wow. for some reason, yeah, obviously they weren't like that was the one that came out that was actually PG 13. And so I think maybe something happened, but I don't know. This was just my guess after knowing this over the years, but 
Yeah, there was something about like uh, maybe just the fact that they couldn't make toys of it. They wound up having to just do something promotional for it, so they just sold the movie for like weird. ten bucks. Yeah, it was it was weird, but it's definitely a thing. I'm definitely not dreaming it because I have <laughs> talked to somebody about it. Wow. <laughs> I believe yeah. you. McDonald's is crazy. Yeah, it was weird. I don't like. Don't know if it was going to become a thing, and they, were, you know, it didn't take off for them or what. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Also, nice. I I feel like saying I you know I requested these minutes, but I, it's important to point out that we have not yet reached the point that I requested. That's because true. Because I. I I don't want anybody to think that I'm just some weird snake kid that wanted the, the <laughs> snake like kid, seconds. snake kid. <laughs> yeah, they wanted the 30 second pan across a thousand snakes in silence, <laughs> most of which are probably fake or dead. Hey, you're into what you're into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't judge. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Uh, the, my my bit's coming up, but this uh, I just have to imagine what like. Like, I was an extra in one movie one time just for fun. David oh, yeah. Wayne was shooting a movie in, in Atlanta. And I was doing stand-up, and I knew some people who uh, were going to be extras in it. So I went, it was that movie Wanderlust. Not not one of his best ones, but it's good. Huh. Um, and uh, But just knowing how stuff is on those sets and, and just actually being there to see how long everything takes... You know, and this is on a comedy, much, much, you know, even more so on an action movie with a bunch of effects and props. I cannot imagine how, like, when you get into the sub mammal species, how many of them must just be dying on the set, <laughs> just, just out in trans transit or whatever it is, just right. like, and how weird it must be for the snakes to be thrown down into a pit where. It's some rubber snakes and some probably dead, and they're just thrown on there as a little gloss of, of re reality. I mean, it would be like being put into a room with a bunch of mannequins and just being told to act natural. And there might be some <laughs> right. dead people in there, but, uh, you know, it just just be cool. Just, well, just Being put with mannequins and some corpses, and you have to yeah, figure out yeah. which is which. Yeah, that's, that's the dilemma these snakes are. Why aren't you talking to me? <laughs> are you fake or dead? <laughs> Poor yeah. snakes. Yeah, that's weird. Well, we should wrap up 61 then so we can get to... I did to... have two oh. quick points. Uh, well, these are fast. Number okay. one, we have a new wardrobe costume introduction. I think, is this the first time we see Indy in his gloves? His gardening glove? His gardening gloves, <laughs> yeah. Did we not see those before? You might be Oh, right. my God. Well, wow. I don't remember the before. I want to say that he wore them in Peru at some point, but I might be completely wrong. I like the, his his Oleande gloves. <laughs> he was wearing gloves in uh, Nepal, actually, mm, but I don't know if they were these. These these do look sort of like gardening gloves. <laughs> they do. Yeah. They do look like gardening gloves. And he must have had them on in the previous minutes, but we, I, they haven't been featured like this. Yeah, I don't know. I, I noticed that too. I, I didn't want to say anything because, like, okay, <laughs> just comment on thing on screen. That's a glove. It's a shot of a glove. <laughs> Look at that the glove. glove. But, but you guys would know if it's not been featured yet. So. There's also a really nice shot when the camera pans up to look at Indian Sala. It catches the arc kind of in the background in a nice shot. Uh, I noticed that. Oh, really? I noticed that. That yeah, at that time, it yeah, it does. It's like with this little cement. Yeah, the sarcophagus. I think this might be yeah. the first time we see the ark. Wow. I didn't catch that in this minute. That's cool. 
Well, let's uh, let's get on to minute uh, 62 tomorrow. We're excited for that. I mean, not that this was bad. This is good. It's got a lot of snakes in it. <laughs> it's got, it's got a lot of snakes. Um, but uh, Pete, why don't you tell the people where they can um, send us uh, dead snakes and rubber snakes so we can tell the difference? <laughs> well, you can find our contact information at our website at indianajonesminute.com. You can find us on Facebook. And if you like the show, uh, we'd appreciate it if you give us a review on iTunes. That helps us out a little bit. That does. And uh, please come back tomorrow for minute 62 of Raiders of the Lost Ark here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Sorry, Indy. (laughs) Very dangerous. You go for You go for (laughs) You go for (laughs) it.